850 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. Good afternoon. It is the Midday Moments program, and uh, we are the messenger of good news. It's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Gary. Uh, Happy to be here with you. It's great to be here with you as well. Now, we read 2 Samuel 22 all the way through the end of that into uh, 1 Kings chapter 8. Now, when we started off with our reading of 2 Samuel 22, it looks like there's a David song of praise uh, that goes for most of that entire 22 verse. Uh, (laughs) He knows how to praise. Yes, he sure does. He did most of the Psalms, so it makes sense, I guess. (laughs) It it makes a lot of sense then, yeah. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield. I'm not going to read the whole thing. And the horn of my salvation. He is the stronghold, my refuge, and my savior uh, from uh, violent people. You save me. That's just the first verse. And uh, it, it, I think that would make a good rock song. <laughs> Add some good good guitar to it, you know? I, I, I can see that, Gary. You know, I think it makes a good COVID song, too. I mean, uh during these That's uncertain true. times. Yeah, the, these, you know, things are so um, uncertain at times, it seems. You know, the numbers right. of COVID and the vaccinations and all this on and on and on. Uh, but yet God is our rock and fortress. He's those solid things that we can trust right. in our stronghold. That's, I love it. That's true. And then we read uh, we read about David's last words. As we continue, Adonijah sets himself up for king. We read about as he's uh, uh, setting himself to become the king. David is very old and could not keep warm, even when they put covers on him. Is how that uh, first king starts out. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Did you see how they solved the problem, Gary? <laughs> they found this uh, beautiful young woman, Abishag is her name, uh, to be with the king to keep him warm. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. <laughs> now they, you know, there wasn't kind of any kind of uh, hanky panky going on. Yeah, just, I saw that when you said that. I'm looking at the the verse right here. Yes. It says there was no sexual relations with her. Yeah, it's really explicit about that. I think that's interesting. Yeah. This was really, it seems to be, for the practical purpose of just simply keeping the king warm mm-hmm. uh, in his old age. I guess when the blanket won't work, something has to, right? So there you go. You don't have electric blankets, you know, so you find yeah. you find Abishag. <laughs> there you go. Solomon asked for wisdom is uh, something else we read in another chapter. Uh, and uh, what would you like to highlight in our reading? Sure. Yeah, I think this, this transition to Solomon is an important one. And we remember back last week, if our, if our listeners were able to tune in, uh, during that midday moment on Friday, we talked about um, David and Bathsheba, that episode and how it's just so terrible. And David breaks just about every one of the Ten Commandments. Uh, As a result, though, of that marriage then to Bathsheba, they have a child named Solomon. And that's who becomes king. Uh, It's it's Bathsheba's son. And and eventually, it's from that line that the Messiah is going to come, that that Jesus is going to come. So it's worth following Solomon's life because it's important. So uh, I wanted to zero in, especially on chapter three, where it's this this episode where the Lord invites Solomon to ask for whatever he wants. Whatever, what, a, what an invitation. So that's in chapter 3, beginning with verse 5. It says, At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give you. <laughs> so, you know, if God would come to you at night, Gary, <laughs> or me at night, <laughs> what ask, ask what for? I shall give you, what do you say? How do you respond? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what do <Yeah>. I need? <laughs> What's that? 
I said, what do I need? What do I need? Yeah, yeah. I can think of, I, things, I I, think, I can think of more things I want <laughs> than more things that I really need. You know? Well put. <laughs> I, think, I think that's most of us. Yeah. We can think of all sorts of different, probably pretty selfish things, things that would just serve ourselves and not our neighbor that we would yeah. want. Uh, but that's the problem with us. We wouldn't yeah. the, the, the things. If you think about what you really need, we have, you know, I'm comfortable. I have a good job. I have a nice home. You know, family. I have what I need. Yep. So thanks be to yeah. God, we've got our daily bread. He takes care of that. Right. He promises to. Mm-hmm. But then most of the things we dwell on, the things we start to covet, are those wants rather than needs. Right. You're exactly right. Wants. Mm-hmm. And Solomon, though, he gives a, a better answer than I would have, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Solomon says, you've shown great and steadfast love to your servant, David, my father, because he walked before you in faithfulness and righteousness and an uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne this day. Solomon's talking about himself. Right. And now, O oh Lord, here's the request. My God, you have made your servant king in place of David, my father, although I am a little child. I do not know how to go in or how to come out. Now, you know, Solomon at this point isn't literally a child, but he's, he's a younger man. Right. Uh, and the version I'm reading says, I do not know how to carry out my duties. Yeah, well put, well put. Mm-hmm. He's new on the throne at the very least, right? This is a big job. I mean, think about if you became president. You know, overnight you don't learn the job. It takes a little time, I'm sure. Yeah. So here is King too. Uh, Solomon doesn't know how to carry out his duties, and he recognizes that. I, he, maybe he feels inadequate. I mean, I think there's times in our lives when we <laughs> undertake something and uh, or there's some kind of circumstance in our lives where we feel unable to accomplish right. the job at hand. And right. that seems I to think be all, and like you said, we all feel that way. And that's one thing I try to teach the kids, you know, we're all, we all feel like when I when I take on different jobs and tasks at work, sometimes I think maybe I'm just fooling uh, not just myself, but them. Maybe they really think I can do this. Normally, mm-hmm. uh, it does work out. God gives me what I need to uh, do it. But we we all feel like that from time to time, like we're not we're not ready for what God is leading us to do. Definitely. And I think if anyone says that, oh, I never feel that way, I think they're lying to us or to themselves. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we all feel that way. And, you know, even just I think as a parent, there's times where I feel inadequate as a parent right. or a spouse. I, I think Solomon in this instant gives us a pretty good model of, of what to do during those times. So he feels inadequate. And then so here's the request in verse nine. This is what he requests. Give to your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, that I may discern between good and evil, for who is able to govern this, your great people? Wow. So he realizes that, that God That's is a good thing to there. ask for. Give me yeah. what I need to accomplish what you want me to. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. These are your people, Lord. You've put me here. This is the vocation, the calling you've given to me. You know, give me the gifts needed to do it, right? You've put me here, right, Lord? So give me the gifts needed to do it. Specifically, though, the phrase I wanted to pick up on is he asked for this understanding mind. And, and literally, in the, the Hebrew language, what that means is a hearing heart. A hearing heart. I wish they would have kept that those words in our my, my English translation here. But a hearing <laughs> heart. Think about that, that Solomon's wisdom is tied to having a hearing heart, a heart that, that hears the word of the Lord, a heart that listens to, to God's guiding and his instruction. And, and I think that's beautiful. And I think that's also consistent with what the Old Testament tells us in other places. I was thinking of uh, the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 1, uh, verse 7. It says, the fear of the Lord 
is the beginning of knowledge. A fool's despise wisdom and instruction. So that fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. Uh, to have a, a hearing heart, uh, a heart that hears God's word, that's, that's where wisdom is found, true wisdom. So yeah. I, I think for us, when we pray, when we feel inadequate, uh, a great prayer for us is, is exactly what Solomon prayed. Uh, give me a hearing heart, Lord. Give me right. wisdom. Uh, and in that, that wisdom is gained by having that hearing heart, a heart that listens to your word, listens to your will for my life, uh, because that's that's the beginning of wisdom, the fear of the right. Lord and listening to his word for us. Now, the New International Version says discerning heart is how it's. Okay, uh, I like that. At that. least it has the word heart there, right? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> discerning, discerning heart. heart. Uh, to, yeah, I, I think that's pretty good too. But I really love the idea of a hearing heart, right. you know, and a heart that listens, listens to the Lord. And uh, God grant that we have hearing hearts so that he would equip us through his word to be able to accomplish those things that he set before us to fulfill the vocations that he's placed us in. What else do you have for us? Anything? Well, I think that's about it, Gary. I, I guess, you know, I would just say, um, boy, you know, thank God for KFUO Radio. I mean, <laughs> a hearing heart, uh, this is this is what you tune into. This is what you listen to if you want a hearing heart is God's word on KFUO. So thank you, Gary, for your vocation as, as director of KFUO so that people can hear uh, and take it to heart as they hear God's yes. word each day. Could you lead us in a prayer as we conclude this segment? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, Heavenly Father, um, during those times when we might feel inadequate for the task at hand, uh, to be able to fulfill the calling that you've given to us, uh, remind us that you're the one who's called us and remind us that you do not leave us alone. That just as you listened as Solomon spoke to you, so also do you listen to us in prayer. Lord, we call out now and we ask for hearing hearts, uh, hearts that would be open to your word. For there, a true knowledge and wisdom is found. And especially the is found there, the one who is wisdom incarnate, uh, Jesus Christ, our Savior. We pray this in his name. Amen. Thanks so much, Matt. And uh, I appreciate you. Look forward to talking to you next time. And what verses are we going to read, Matt? So next week, we're looking at 1 Kings chapter 9 through 1 Kings chapter 18. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO, KFUO.org. AM850 here in the St. Louis region.